I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Who is in and who is out? It seems like people everywhere are always asking this question. Whether the topic arises in churches, families, or even our nation, it appears that we are always trying to find ways of setting boundaries and limitations and to find who we want to be associated with and who we do not. But what is it that we are really trying to separate ourselves from? And what is it about our human nature that drives us to want to build these walls? Perhaps it is the fear of the unknown, the fear we have that by assimilating different types of people into our society, into our lives, we will somehow lose our own identity or have to change the way we live. And while you might be thinking to yourself that I'm just talking about what's happening in our country and in our time, let's flash back 2,000 years and look at what was going on then. In the reading this morning from the Gospel according to St. John, Jesus appears to be tossing out all these metaphors that have to do with sheep. Some of what he says can be a little vague and confusing, and the reading taken alone may not make much sense to us hearing it today in 2020. To better understand what he is getting at, we need to look at who he's actually talking to and why he's talking to them. You see, immediately before all of his talk about sheep and gates, Jesus heals the blind man. You remember the story, don't you? Jesus spits in the dirt to make mud and then wipes it on the eyes of the blind man. But do you remember what the big controversy was that followed that? People were up in arms because one, Jesus healed the blind man on the Sabbath, and two, they couldn't understand why Jesus would choose to heal a sinner, or at least someone they perceived as a sinner. Who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? The text that follows that miraculous healing, the part that we heard read this morning, is not only Jesus' answer to the Pharisees, surely we are not blind, are we? But it is also Jesus' attempt to explain the kingdom of God in a way that might make sense to them at that time and in that place. Up until then, the Pharisees and the other religious leaders had done a very good job of separating and segregating people based on their adherence to the religious law. They had become the go-to people for pronouncing God's judgment, and they based everything on a complex and a bureaucratic set of rules and regulations. This is why Jesus tells them, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. There's no other stipulation for who is in 
and who is out in God's kingdom? Or who is deserving of God's grace and who is not? His statement was so radical, so in the face of society and culture of the time, that later in that same chapter, people are saying, he has a demon and is out of his mind. Why listen to Jesus? You see, what Jesus had to say then was radical, just as it is radical in question today. Let's just take church, for example. How many times do we hear our Christian sisters and brothers throughout the world excluding people for whatever reason? How many times do we hear about churches closing their gates or their doors to those who differ from themselves so that they may somehow preserve their own pure self-righteousness? Jesus didn't tell his followers that we are supposed to be the ones who decide who is allowed in God's kingdom and who is not. Jesus said, I am the gate for the sheep. And I, for one, believe Jesus's criteria for entering his flock is pretty simple. And the price for admission has already been paid. By his wounds are we healed. Is the purpose of the church to enclose and protect a morally superior selection of people and to shield them from the harshness and uncertainty of the outside world? Or is the purpose of the church to nurture and heal sinners and to equip us to bring a message of love and forgiveness out into a harsh and an uncertain world. Would we begin to view our lives and our social standing through the eyes of Christ? Things should begin to look different and to feel different. The language of exclusion and difference that is so prevalent in our world today begins to melt away, and we stop seeing the things that divide us. Instead, we begin to focus on the things that unite all of humanity as fellow children of God. Jesus is the gate into the kingdom of God, and thanks be to God, he is a gate that swings wide open welcoming even the sheep that have become lost back into the fold, where we may all once again have life and have it most abundantly.